sponsored by Create Curate, easy-to-use website templates designed on Squarespace for entertainers. Unlike an old-school headshot and resume, a website portfolio will help you create opportunities, build an audience, promote yourself, and grab the attention of casting directors while setting you apart from your competition so you can book more gigs. Every Squarespace website template comes with the Create Curate course that walks you through the entire process of creating your content and curating your website from start to finish. These step-by-step video tutorials, guides, and checklists take away the confusion and the frustration of DIYing your website so you can go from a struggling artist to an in-demand entertainer online. Get 15% off any website template from now through Cyber Monday 2020 with code SWEET15 at createcurate.com. That's 15% off with the code SWEET15 at C-R-E-8-C-U-R-E-8.com. You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Sandra Colton Medici. Tune in every Thursday to satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth. Follow on Instagram at Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast and Sandra Colton Medici. You can also join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sweet Bites with Sandra. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Bites with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me. This is episode one of Sweet Bites with Sandra, and I am your host, Dr. Sandra Colton Medici. I hope you're having a really good day. I am super pumped to be with you guys. The premiere episode launched last week and people actually listened to it and told me how much they enjoyed it. So if you missed the premiere episode, make sure you go back, take a listen. I had a fabulous, very, very informative guest, Miss Natalie Hapgood on the episode. And I just want you to take in all the goodness that she has. Also, Extra Bite was ridiculous. So make sure you check that out too. For episode one though, I am going to be talking about batching your content. And that means taking your inspiration and getting all of it together in one dose. And that means taking the three C's. This is what I like to call create, capture, and communicate. So when you're thinking about batching your content, it might be for your social media profiles. You might have a TikTok or an Instagram or a Snapchat or a Facebook. All of those different profiles might have different audience needs. So you might be speaking to your audience in different ways, but have a through line through your brand voice. So you want to capture your content, but you have to think about it first, right? So the best way to do it is batch it all together And some people might have brainstorming meetings. You know, you might brainstorm it out and find your creativity that way. You might be taking little snapshots of different things along the way. That's another good way to just keep pulling in those inspirational uh, moments so that you can go back to them later. Another thing that I like to do is just write it down every time you have that idea, put it in your notes, in your in your iPhone, or you know, try to find a way to communicate to yourself, whether it's sending yourself an email, that's a big one that I do, so that I have all those ideas just coming to me. So once you have that vision, 
You've created a vision of what you want to put out there. Then you have to capture it. And when you batch your content, you want to get the bang for your buck, right? You want to do it all in one big to do. You want to have a big moment where you go from taking your photos and having your video of the behind the scenes. And then once you're done with all of that capturing, you can then splice it up and make sure that you use it to the best of your ability so that you're dispersing your content through your communication, which is the third C, to all of your different outlets. So if you are doing email marketing, or you have a a weekly newsletter, or you post to Instagram every single day at 12 o'clock noon, making sure that you have enough to last you in those batching moments, you have to just pack it all in. I say pack the batch so that you have enough to last you for three months. You want to do a lot and you don't want to miss the opportunity to get it all in one time because it takes a lot to communicate to all these different places because social media platforms are springing up all the time and you don't want to miss out on one, but you do want to be good at delivering your message. You don't want to just throw it away. You don't want to throw away message. So what I always say, use my three C's when you're thinking about batching your content. It's create, capture, and communicate. So let's take a call from one of our listeners. Hey, my name is Liz from Los Angeles, California. I'm starting my own um, online business and with so many social media platforms, I'm wondering where I should focus my time and marketing. Do you have any tips for someone just getting started? Thanks. Liz, you have the $100 million question. (laughs) And that is, where do I begin on social media? There are so many different platforms. Which one should I focus on? And the best advice that I can give you is focus on the one that you get the most engagement from. That's where I would start first. If you have the capacity and the bandwidth to tackle three or four or five different social media platforms, then bless your heart. (laughs) If you have a staff that is willing to dedicate themselves to all of those different platforms, then good on them. But when you are just starting out, get good at one. And I like to talk about where you live first. If you live on Instagram and you know the ins and outs of, you know, Instagram reels, you know how to DM people, you know how to use the IGTV. If you know all of that, then start there. If you are a Facebook person and you've been on Facebook since it began and your all of your contacts are on Facebook and that's where you get most of your engagement, start there. I like to just basically start simple and then expand and add on. You can't just get, you know, 40,000 people to like you on every single platform at the beginning. It is a long game. So think about your business and being on social media platforms as playing the long game so that you're not disappointed that you didn't get, you know, a thousand followers overnight. And when you first start on a platform, typically you're going to be restricted from putting too many things up anyways, because, you know, the algorithm will probably think that you're a bot. So you want to be strategic in how you play your long game and start simple. Start with one and then add on as you either add employees that can take care of your social media for you, or as you get good at scheduling your content. 
If you have a question that you would like answered on Sweet Bites with Sandra, the podcast, feel free to call 401-216-5059, leave a voicemail, and you too could be featured on the podcast. Are you an online course creator like me? (laughs) Well, I use Kajabi for my course. It's called Course Sweetener, and I have found them to be extremely helpful. Everything all in one. And in order to find them, make sure to head over to my software solutions page on my website. You can go to www.sandracoltonmedici.com forward slash software dash solutions. Thank you so much for coming back to Sweet Bites with Sandra. I am joined today by a wonderful, wonderful woman. Her name is Jane Ubell, and let me give you a little bit of her background. A former TV and film producer, Jane's credits include Good Morning America, Entertainment Tonight, and so many other things, including producing several films. She's an award-winning entrepreneur. She founded the BedsideReading.com company, which I am so excited to talk about and bring you um, so much more information to you about. This company is dedicated to promoting authors as speakers, as brands, and by placing their books in luxury and boutique hotels and on social media. So bedside reading is kind of like book candy for every guest. So welcome, Jane. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you, Sandra. I'm so excited for you on your new journey. Well, thank you. <laughs> it is it is a definitely a different path, but you know, I am so excited because I get to meet people like you and introduce the great things that you're, you know, one have already accomplished, but two are, you know, spreading goodness in the world right now. And you know, everyone needs to read more. And I feel like if you're putting it in front of them, that is the easiest way to have access, right? That is right. Absolutely. Definitely. We love, we love readers and we love books. Exactly. I love authors. So what what could be bad? Yeah. Well, and your your background involves so many adventures. It feels like every time when I read your bio, I was like, oh my gosh, she's been so many places and done so many things and met so many intriguing and interesting people. Can you tell our listeners what it felt like to launch a company called Buzz Bags? Which, if you don't know about it, she's kind of I think you're the inventor of like celebrity gifting. Am I not right? One of the very, really original companies to actually monetize gift bags. So yes, exactly. And you took the company Buzz Bags, which you had with with a partner, and pivoted solo into Madison and Mulholland. And so, can you talk about what it felt like one to to kind of bring this to fruition, the idea, but then also to just go solo? How does that feel to kind of just take the take the reins and and fly? So we'll start with a uh, buzz bag. So I'll tell you what happened. Back in September 11th, 2001 was a terrible time for everybody. I had left television production and I had a beauty PR firm. And when 9-11 came about, everybody in New York City stopped. All except one client put us on hiatus. I was getting married. My business partner was getting divorced. And so it was really time to like try something new. Mm -hmm. Right before 9-11, a client of mine, we had a, um, as a PR firm, we had a beautiful party event for him at his office. And at the last minute, my partner and I created these beautiful little gift bags and we got all our friends from all the major beauty companies to provide samples and products and delicious, wonderful makeup. 
And we put them in these cute bags with tissue paper. And we lined the reception area with all these beautiful gift bags. All of a sudden, when the party started, we had all these women in the Upper East Side women storming the office and screaming, I want a goodie bag. I want a goodie bag. <laughs> and a friend of mine who became my partner uh, was there. And she said, you know, Jane, this could be a business. And I went, you know, you, maybe you're right. And so we decided that we were going to start a company called Buzz Bags because I was, don't forget, I, I had, it was ending, you know, my business relationship. I was getting married. A little thing, things had to change. Mm-hmm. So in 2002, we launched a company called Buzz Bags and we placed books and products in the Hamptons on the Hampton Jitney, which were the buses that went from New York City to the Hamptons. And that really grew very quickly right away. As soon as we started, we had uh, a call from Sting's company, his charity called the, I think it was the Rainforest Foundation. And they asked us to do their gift bags for that event. And then the Broadway called, we did the gift bags for Billy Joel's Broadway show and Hairspray and all these different companies started calling us, even Universal Studios called us. So all of a sudden we're in the gift celebrity gift bag business. And so that was really exciting. And then, but after a while, I'll tell you what happened. My, my partner, which is really, she has since passed away. She got us into Entrepreneur Magazine. It was a full page. And the day that we got into Entrepreneur Magazine, United Airlines called us and said, oh, we'd love your gift bag idea. Can you do gift bags for us for our first and business class passengers going from New York to LA and New York, San Francisco? We said, of course, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> at that time, though, my business partner and I, when you start a company, you really have to look at who you're partnering with. At the time, on the surface, it was real rosy and wonderful. But when you dig a little bit deeper and you learn about people's values and the way they see things, if you're not on the same page, it doesn't make for a good partnership. Mm-hmm. So we split up. And what I decided to do was to take the United Airlines idea. And she benefited from that. So she wasn't left out. And we, I launched Madison and Mulholland based on the fact that I always, I used to live in LA. I've mm-hmm. lived in New York and I wanted to be bi-coastal. I wanted that kind of lifestyle. So I created Madison for Madison Avenue and Mulholland because I used to live on Mulholland Drive in Beverly Hills. And so I launched that program really with United Airlines contract with that, with that program. And while it was difficult to split up, you know, any kind of company or a partnership, I learned a lot of valuable lessons. And there are things that you need to know before you have any business partner, which is what is your exit strategy? So while you're in the honeymoon phase, you have to figure out what happens if we don't like each other? What happens if I want to, you know, if I take off and I want to retire or I want to do this, I want to do that. You have to figure out what is your exit strategy before you even as you're getting married. So that's (laughs) the really interesting thing to think about. Anyway, so going solo was never scary because I always surrounded myself by wonderful, supportive people. My family, my husband, my friends have always been there for me. I'm an entrepreneur and that's my spirit. And so Fear is never in my world. I don't think about fear. I just think about, ooh, what are the possibilities? Mm -hmm. I'm an optimist by nature. So I just keep going forward and thinking, what can I do to help people? Does my service solve a problem? 
And I believe that Madison Mulholland really did solve a problem. People wanted to get their products, their accessories, their jewelry, their books into the hands of celebrities. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And we did that for 16 years. That was a good run. Yeah. I mean, talk about consistency, right? (laughs) Well, so when you are, you were talking about the beauty PR firm and then transitioning into this, you know, gifting side of things. And now you have something called bedside reading. Can you talk about, you know, what the inspiration was for this? Because, you know, I look at it like, wow, you know, you walk into a hotel room, there's a, you know, nicely placed book on the side of the bedside, you know, and, and, and maybe I read it, maybe I don't, but I definitely look at it. Right. So what was kind of the, the inspiration for this particular business? So this actually comes from a funny story. Well, at the time it wasn't funny, but I look back <laughs> on it. It's kind of funny. So when I was in my twenties, I had this boyfriend and I was crazy about him, like suit, like insane. And he <laughs> said to me, Jane, if you learn how to scuba dive, I will take you to the uh, St. Martin in the Caribbean. I went, I'm in. So like an idiot, I jumped into the pool at the YMCA in New York City. I learned how to scuba dive. It was really tough. I didn't like it, but I went, I like this guy. So, you know, you know, sometimes people in their 20s, they do something for someone that they are really into. Yes. So I did that (laughs) and we go to St. Martin's and we go to this beautiful suite. And before he opens the door, he goes, you know, Jane, I really like you, but. (laughs) And I went, (gasps) And he said, let's just be friends. I'm just not into you. And I'm sorry, but I'm not. And, but I really like you and you're really smart and let's be friends. So I was devastated. Right before I left, literally the night before, my stepmother, Marsha, gave me a book to read called Cry to Heaven by Anne Rice. It was a big, heavy, thick book. It was like 500 pages or something. Mm-hmm. And at the last minute I went, oh my God, I'm going to take this big, heavy book with me. And, but I did, I put it in my bag and I will tell you, I spent this seven days scuba diving and reading my book mm-hmm. and that book saved my trip because I love the book so much. It was a page turner and every, and I was so upset when the book ended and it was the one thing I remembered later in life is that always take a book with you, whether you're in an elevator, you're in a train, you're in a plane, you're uh, at a, going on a vacation, a hotel, always take a book with you because you never know when you're going to need to take your brain and just pour it into something else. Mm-hmm. So I remember that moment and later on in life, that was the impetus. Now we always put books in our celebrity gift bags for the most part. And so when I decided to end Madison and Mulholland, I decided, what am I going to do that's going to really make me happy? And I launched, uh, I really love my authors. I'm a huge reader. And I always wanted to help authors promote their books. So Bedside Reading started with the concept of that every hotel should have fresh, beautiful, best-selling books by the bedside. And now as it's going on because of COVID, we have now shifted to eBooks and audiobooks. And we're allowing the hotels to promote the books in every way they can. And we promote the books and the authors every way we can. So we're still helping our authors. They're not giving physical books out right this minute. Although there are two hotels that are taking physical books, but for the most part, they are digital. So I still have this feeling inside of me that I'm really here to help the author. And some of the authors that need the most help are independent authors. And independent authors are usually, they are self-published 
and they're by themselves. They may have a fan base, they may not, but they really need our help. So we're really a service to help independent authors as well as mainstream. I mean, we work with every major publisher. So that's what we do. But so bedside reading is evolving. And right now we're doing not only hotels, but we're also doing virtual events. And we work with event planners and that's kind of, it's like a digital gift bag of books that anybody can get. In fact, what I'll do for you, Sandra, any, if anyone's listening, mm-hmm. I hope people are listening, yeah. <laughs> give you the link where they can get our complimentary uh, suite of books. Oh, As thank you. You're welcome. That's awesome. Well, so I, I, it's the first time anybody has ever said our digital gift bag. And I'm sure that it's been in the, in the lingo, but I just know that I'm leaning in, you know, and I hope that people are, you know, when they listen to this and whether you're binge listening to our episodes or if it's the first time that you're, you know, making it through. I just look at some of the things that, that may have been like a challenge for you to just kind of leap over. And it seems like you've done it with such grace. So what has been the biggest challenge for you since you began your career? So the biggest challenge for me has been, I guess, not having a financial backer. And my father, who I'm very close to, and he's been my mentor, has been a really great backer of mine. But I never had a corporation saying, you know, here's a million dollars, go ahead and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So I think the challenge has been doing this the grassroots way and taking it one step at a time and finding out which is number one, the fastest way to the cash. Number two is finding out if what I'm doing really can help people. And three, when you're an entrepreneur, you're launching a business, you really work 24 seven. There's no nine to five. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest challenge has been is realizing how to pace myself and so that I don't burn out and that I can really do a great job for people and finding great partners. So partners are people that, um, like we partner with Bauer Media and we do giveaways of our books every month in all their magazines. And we do giveaways with other, we have other magazines that we work with. So it's finding really great partners. And that's not been a challenge as much as I'm just one person. Mm-hmm. Without you know being bankrolled to actually hire a team of people, every single person I've hired has been through my own dime. Mm-hmm. So that's always the challenge: is where do you put your money? And if you're paying somebody, you know, X amount of dollars a year, is this a return on that investment? Mm-hmm. And does this make sense? You have to pay very close attention to the numbers. Sometimes I am better at it than other times when I get swept away in what I'm doing, but you really have to pay attention to the budget and not overextend. Yeah. Well, so when you're thinking about where you're putting your money, that's my next question is what's your favorite piece of maybe equipment or software or hack that you've learned or some special secret sauce that, you you know, like what, what is it that you can't live without right now? Okay. Right now, this is my favorite thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. So we have something called, it's a service. It's inexpensive. It's $59, I think for the whole year. And it's called mail track. M A I L T R A C K. That's it. Dot I O could be, I don't know. You have to look it up, but (laughs) this is why this is critical. If you have a Gmail account and you sign up for MailTrack, it will tell you every single email that's opened, how many times somebody opened it, if they did not open it, when they opened it, 
and it gives you so much information. I'll tell you a funny story. We have a, a we have a hotel. I, when I was starting this, I was reaching out to hotels to see if they wanted bedside reading. And this one hotel I reached out to, the general manager opened up my email 49 times, but never responded. Okay. So I sent him an email and I said, you know, you are my number one pick of a hotel for this particular region. We're not for everybody and that's okay. So I, I'm going to take you off of my list of top hotels that I would like to put on my, in my program. If you're not interested, just let me know. It's not a problem. doesn't matter. We're not for everybody. And he opened that one up 12 times. And then finally I sent him another email saying, so I get your silence and I really wish you well. So I'm going to be taking you off my list of top hotels that I'm really interested in working with. He called me in five minutes and now they're one of my favorite partners. Oh my goodness. So now I never tell him that I had MailTrack to discover that, (laughs) but MailTrack will give you, MailTrack gives you lots of information. So it tells you, and now they have something called campaign. So you could send the same email to up to 200 people and it's not CC'd or BCC'd. It just sends it as if it's an individual email alone. Mm -hmm. And then you can tell who's opening up your emails. That is when they open how many times. Nice. So that's my hack. That is my favorite <laughs> thing. And I cannot so leave that up. It looks like, because I was looking it up while we were talking, it looks like it's a Google Chrome extension, something like this. It, so it, 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 Yes, it yeah. is a Google Chrome extension. So I have Safari, which I use 99% of the time, but since it's a Google Chrome extension, I've switched to Chrome. <laughs> right? That's just the way of the world. Well, so any future projects. I know that you have, you've taught classes at universities and, and yes. so what is, and you you're also, um, you know, an established artist. Um, so what is in your future beyond this? Cause you're an entrepreneur and I just want to know <laughs> what should I be looking out for that you're coming up with next? It's such a great question. Cause in fact, this week and I have been talking to my husband about that, you know, as well. So one thing I did last when COVID hit, you know, you have to pivot immediately. So uh, I published a magazine called Bedside Reading, the magazine, and it was really 32 pages. Beautiful. It's beautifully done. The, um, the graphic designer is awesome. And so it was very, very well received. Everybody loved it. I think that I'm going to do the magazine again for next spring, spring, summer mm-hmm. of what to read for 2021, because I had such a great time publishing this magazine. And I like the fact that it was, it's so helpful to people and it was not a big, it wasn't a lot of money for the authors to um, join us. And it was a big return on that investment. So for me, I think the next thing I'm going to be doing is in the summer with our second edition of this magazine. That is awesome. See, I knew you had something up your sleeve. <laughs> also, um, I definitely I'm want, like a, I'm like a shark. If you don't keep moving, you, know, <laughs> you die. So 
<laughs> right. Well, I want to thank you definitely for joining Sweet Bites with Sandra on this podcast. I know I've learned a lot and I hope people listening have learned a lot and you definitely use the hack that you mentioned and go to your website so that, you know, you can look at, I know where you're going to provide a link. I'll put it into the extra bite as well. So make sure that you go to Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast so that you can find all that good information. And I will definitely post it everywhere on social media too. So thank you so much, Jane. It's my pleasure, Sandra, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. So let me tell you the story. And I think it's it's an, a story about opportunity and taking advantage of opportunity. When I was performing a lot back in the day, I, I don't even know what I was doing on that particular day. I just know I got a call from my agent and he said, you need to go over to Center Staging in Burbank. Can you get there by five? And I said... Oh, I looked at the clock and I was like, oh my God, that's like in 20 minutes or that's like real ridiculously like soon. <laughs> so when I looked at the clock and I thought, can you do that? Do you even look right right now? You know, so I hopped in the car and if you know me back in the day, my car it was it was kind of like a hodgepodge of like every audition outfit that I had, every shoe type to wear at a dance audition. Like I had I had everything. I had resumes and headshots. Everything lived in my car because I just never knew what I was going to have to um, wear or where I was going to be at any given time. So for this particular audition, he said, you are going to be a backup singer. So you need to look like you're a backup singer when you walk in the door. So you need to have a dress, you need to have heels, and you need to warm up on the way. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, really? So I get there and I, it's center staging in Burbank and I go to the soundstage and I walk in and uh, my friend is there and I was so excited to see her. My friend Samantha was there and it was a backup singing job for Paulina Rubio. And I didn't realize at the time, but we were going to be singing in Spanish. And so I thought, oh, you know, I, I maybe I should have thought about, you know, learning a little bit more Spanish along the way, right? So I thought, oh, I'm in good hands. Samantha's here. If I have any trouble, she's going to help me out. So we got in there. Paulina is there. And we were, you know, kind of just, you know, standing around. We had, um, there were some microphones set up. We stood behind the microphones. Did we look like backup singers? Are we, are we giving the right vibe? And it worked out because I ended up being on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno with Paulina Rubio, singing backup for her to a song called Ni Una Sola Palabra. And for me, it was the first time that I had been on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno in any capacity. And and singing backup for a major artist. And after we left, um, I was told that that was an episode where it was the first time an artist had sung a song completely in Spanish on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. So I felt like I was in like this moment of history. But what the point of the story is, is my agent at the time said, if you get there by five o'clock, and you're dressed appropriately, and you have the right look, and you are, you know, comfortable singing the song, you will get the job. Because it was that, it was like the day before. It was not, It there was no time. <laughs> there was no nothing. And I was so excited just to be asked to do something like that, but also to take advantage of an opportunity, because I didn't say no. 
you know, you think about all the things that, well, is, it, is there LA traffic? Am I going to get there? Do I look right? Is my hair right? Am I warmed up? You know, all of those things go through your head. But it wasn't even that for me. It was get in the car and get there and you'll figure it out once you're there. And I trucked through my my stuff in my car and I knew I had heels for sure. So that's one of my pieces of advice for anyone, man or woman, keep a set of heels in your car. <laughs> but also take advantage of every opportunity. Even if you don't know how it's going to go, you get in that car and you go to that meeting because even if you show up and you're, you know, you're not the right fit, you showed up. And that is what it's all about. Because I learned over the years, and it doesn't matter if it's a, a nine to five job or an audition for a film or TV role, it's all about showing up. And every audition is an audition for the next audition. So take heart and make sure that you show up because sometimes you show up to a meeting and, you know, the person that you think is going to be there isn't there and, you, you know, you go through the rigmarole. But sometimes you show up and it's Paulina Rubio. <laughs> so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So I hope that you take heart to that and just show up for every meeting. It doesn't matter who it is because you just never know what's going to come of it. So let's talk about one of the best parts of each episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, and that is the extra bite. This episode, I've partnered with Porto's Bake at Home. They have a menu that includes so many items that you can have delivered to your home. And what is amazing about them is I opened up the box that I received at my door. It was on dry ice. And all you have to do is take the pre-ready-made baking sheets that they give you with the directions, pop those little things onto them, put them in the oven for the time that it says, and bing, done. So the ones that I'm going to be featuring on Extra Bite are the Dolce de Leche Besito Cookies. Yes, say that three times fast. <laughs> and the Turkey and Gravy Potato Ball. Yum in my tum. That's all I can say. And another another part of Extra Bite that um, I love to talk about is um, a new artist that I just recently heard about on Facebook. Now, she's been around for a little bit. Her name is Jade Goudreau, and she had um, a single come out back in 2017. It was called Bowed Down. And I recently heard a few that she dropped this summer. One is called, If You Don't Like My Mama, oh my gosh, that got my attention. And then another is called, Peaches in the Bathtub. She is from Montreal, and I really love what she's doing. She goes through what these lyrics really mean, and I hope that you check her out. There is always a sweet reward on Sweet Bites with Sandra. So with the Porto's Bake at Home, I want you to take a moment, head over to Extra Bite, and then enter to win a $25 gift certificate to Porto's Bake at Home. Thank you so much for joining me on episode one of Sweet Bites with Sandra. This was so much fun. I hope that you had as much fun as I did because I always love talking to new people, finding out what makes them tick, and really just getting to the heart of helping others get from point A to point B. So if you missed the premiere episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure you go back and check it out. And then also go to the blog at sandracoltimedici.com forward slash blog. Check out the Sweet Bites episodes there as well as Extra Bite because because that's where you get your sweet reward. Enter to win the $25 gift certificate to Porto's Bake at Home, and I'll see you on the next one. 
Tune in every Thursday to satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth with me, Sandra Colta Medici, on Sweet Bites with Sandra. Follow Sweet Bites with Sandra on Instagram at Sweet Bites with Sandra Podcast. You can also follow my personal profile at Sandra Colta Medici. And please join our group on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sweet Bites with Sandra. And all the time, Bites is spelled B Y T E S.